0: Can't do the
1: countdown and then and then I forgot I had to hit an extra button. Give me a second. I'm tired. (laughs) Um, Okay, it's a long weekend and a long week. Okay, this class, as fun as this class is, it's a lot of work that I did not think of, and I don't know if I'm just doing too much, but it's just different. I've never done this before, so it's kind of brand new to me. But yeah, welcome back to another episode of Wine a Little. (laughs) I'm Abby. I'm Rosie. And as you heard in my banter in the beginning, I am tired. It is late. This is the first time we recorded this late on a Sunday in a while. I in think a while, yeah. Yeah, I think we did it once on a Monday, which was, I think, worse.
0: Oh my God, I died. I died <laughs> internally. Like I, I did it because I travel and like did the traveling, mm-hmm. but um, no, I was dead on the inside, and I, <laughs> I even know which episode it was because I'm laying down, so you can't even hear me <laughs> clearly.
1: She's like, it's like episode thirty something. I think
0: it's like it's the self-respect. Great. I think that was yeah,
1: it. Yeah, I think it was it. Yeah, I think it was. <laughs> yeah, we haven't recorded it late in a while, but it's kind of my fault. I was kind of behind on homework, and I took a break from being off the computer yesterday and off my phone. I haven't done it in a while, so I went over to my cousin's house. They were doing this party for her husband, and it was just entertaining. I was, like, having fun and such, you know, with everyone and kind of just, you know, dazed off and stuff, and... Yeah, so I told Rosie today that we may need to record a little later today because I started homework and I need to get the bulk of it done because it's due in two hours, three hours, three hours.
0: Three. Two hours, 59 minutes. I was
1: going to say that, yeah, two hours and 59 minutes. So, well, two um, hours
0: and 57 minutes. Yeah, so I'm hoping to get
1: through it. I got through a lot of it. I'm I'm on the last section. It's something called hypertext. We have to, like, kind of tag things and things like that, but it's, like, finding the information on the internet has been, like, the worst part of it all because... Again, Google doesn't have everything, even though you would think it does. But yeah, moving on, um, that's my little tidbit for the, te- um, the time. So how was your weekend, your week? We're still in quarantine. Uh,
0: I actually went back to work right. physically, back to work. And I'm not taking the train, so I'm walking back and forth to work. And it's a long trek, and my legs have not recovered from only going there twice.
1: Are you going there every day? Do they require you to come? Oh. No,
0: um, due to, to limit exposure, I'm not going every day, like, I'm alternating, but we don't have a set schedule yet, and I actually haven't heard if I'm supposed to go in tomorrow on Monday, oh. so we'll see. Well, I
1: think, what, New York City's still in phase one of reopening. Um, yeah. I have a feeling that these cases that are dropping in go right back up sooner or later, due to, like, Memorial oh. Day weekend, the protests that were happening,
0: It's definitely
1: going to go go back up. I feel like everyone's going to get on lockdown again until like maybe January, February of 2021. This is what I feel
0: like. Luckily, my favorite game ever uh, for video games is getting a reboot and it's coming out on June 23rd. So I'm excited. Which one? SpongeBob Battle for Bikini Bottom. Loved it. Obsessed with it on the PS2. It's the reason I still play PS2 is because of that game.
1: Are they coming out for for, for PS4 or PS5? Cause I know PS5 is coming out soon.
0: All newer systems, including the Switch. Oh, okay.
1: I'm still trying to get a Switch, but I just bought AirPods. Don't judge me, but I really wanted them after I tried them. They were actually pretty decent, so I was like, I want those. <laughs>
0: I'm so All excited. Right. Countdown yeah, never... to this game.
1: All right, so um, before we move on to the episode, um, it's going to be a really interesting episode. This is something we've never done before. We kind of did something similar before, but we're going to talk about that later. So we're just going to go move on to the wine of the week. And this week is Rosie's turn. So take it away.
0: <laughs> okay. So this week, I've actually vaguely mentioned this wine last week because me and Abby have... Um, we're not on the same page again. Really, right uh, <laughs> But we've... I know we've previously tried a first State wine, but I have the Summer in a Bottle Rose Table Wine. And it is... A dry wine, 12.8% alcohol content. The bottle is gorgeous. It's got like everything I love. It's got flowers on it, little creatures, birds. It's it's my kind of bottle design. Little
1: love it. little side note, Rosie's a whore for good aesthetically pleasing looking bottles. So yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, totally. <laughs> totally. And for it being kind of dry. I don't hate it. I which actually is, think I prefer this over whispering angel.
1: Um which is surprising to if whoever knows Rosie knows her very well. She's a very sweet drinker type. Um like sweet, like not just like mildly sweet. She loves her sweet sweet wines and liquor and stuff. So for her to actually like a dry wine that's in rosé and we're uh, I I don't remember trying the um Estate's rosé. I've only had their white one when we did it together. So I'm not quite familiar with the rosé taste. Um, I'm gonna believe you, but right now, like this whispering angel is my favorite because it got me tipsy fast, and you know wine takes a long time to get me tipsy. You know, um, yeah. But I'm just like Rosie. Uh, A good looking bottle would kind of get me to want to buy it and stuff. So she's not alone on that one. So a lot of the times, if you notice in our Instagram, um, when the bottles are pretty, they tend to have better pictures. (laughs) Um, It's not our fault, but we're sucker for aesthetically pleasing things. And as Rosie says, I'm bougie. This is one of the many reasons why I'm bougie. I like aesthetically pleasing things, okay?
0: Okay. Oh, my God. I just, I was, I did the wrong thing. Hold up. Uh, Um, (laughs) ma'am? No, okay, so I was trying to pull up the, okay, so it's something in relation to our topic today. I needed something for reference. I was trying to pull it up, and I ended up playing my Spotify by accident. So if you heard what sounded like 1920s music for a second, that was, in fact, 1920s music playing for a second.
1: Um. So, yeah, so... um. Yeah, sure. What's next?
0: Chardonnay. So for those joining us, our mm-hmm. Chardonnay is um, us t- basically talking about things going on in the news that we see on social media, things going on in the world that is either lighthearted and funny or really pisses us off. Usually it's the, the latter.
1: Right. Um, I don't think there's really much going on besides like, the obvious things. Um, please start going out there to vote. I got my, ba- my mail-in ballot so far, and J- Bernie Sanders is on the ballot, actually.
0: He got, he got he was it was sued. They were sued to put him back on the ballot. So
1: Perfect. So I'm voting soon. If I can put in my stuff. So for those well, I think it's a little too late to do the mail in ones, but for those who have done it, make sure you get that out before Wow, we were like about a week away from our primaries. So try to get that out before the primaries actually come on. Um besides that, I think the news has been like the regular, regular things, just um Trump abolishing some law that allows what <clears throat> doctors and medical people to deny trans rights.
0: Yeah, well, trans yeah, discriminate.
1: People, yeah, discriminate against trans people. Um, I don't want to get into it too much because I don't have full information and I don't have the full article with me. But it's just like there's so much happening at the same time, but nothing at all. Everything and nothing at all is happening at the same time because I just feel like we're in a game of Jumanji and whoever fucking opened it, I'm going to need you to finish the game because I'm over this shit.
0: Oh my God. I, um- never referenced Jumanji in front of me because I will... <laughs> I, jumanji is in my top three favorite films of all time like the original with robin williams yeah so i will start quoting that movie so i'm gonna just i'm
1: gonna <laughs> yeah so uh i made a joke the other day because it's like it feels like it feels like nothing's real at this point <laughs> like, it's so much happening that nothing feels real it's just like oh my god like what's <sighs> but i don't want to get into it but that's just one of the things i stood out this week so far all oh, that and and a few of the cases from way back when like the Kendrick Johnson case that so, got reopened yes so for those who don't know about the Kendrick Johnson case please look it up It's about this um black kid he was probably like 16 years old and he was found rolled up in a gym mat dead and apparently according to the autopsy he it was suicide but it can't be suicide when his organs were missing it's a really fucked up like very fucked up case um, the pictures are all online. Poor kid, he had a brave future in front of him, and his life was taken away. But due to all these protests, on a positive note, is reopening all these cases that people tend to have forgotten about, or just reopening cases in general. As well as Cuomo just signed in um, the law about fifty-eight, allowing that allowing police officers' um, private records to actually be put out into the public.
0: Oh, not not sure. to mention they, uh, they're going to have an Amy Cooper bill where you—where it's yes. going to be illegal to call um, 9 one yeah. yeah. on someone based mm-hmm. off race.
1: Right. So a few things have happened in the span of a week due <laughs> to the protesting and everything like that and it's other things happening at the same time. I even saw, so, and I think this was really interesting to watch. there was this like ad on Facebook, not Facebook, Instagram, and it was like a very fucked up ad. It was telling us everything that was happening during Corona how the um, government hasn't really helped us and all this other shit, right? And so at the end of the ad, it goes, we have to stop Trump, right? What got me, and I was just like, whoa, the end of the ad (laughs) was, um, I think, oh my God, sponsored by Republicans. It's like Republicans against Trump. And I just found it hilarious as fuck for many reasons, because it's, kind of ironic at this point but yeah it, i think even they're tired of him so
0: it's so bad you they even have republicans fighting against him mm-hmm. like you know it's bad
1: when mitt romney was out there in the protest like yeah. yeah. <laughs> so as you can see we're living in a fucking simulation <laughs> i don't know what's going on Someone was decided just to fuck with us all because there was way too much happening in the last week or so what well, two weeks i should say because yeah about two weeks but yeah Right, moving on. Um, what's next? Because uh, you have the outline. I unfortunately oh, didn't yes. have it up today.
0: So our next segment, <laughs> um, sorry if we're a little choppy today. It's been a long week for, for everyone pretty much. And I think um, is, we
1: haven't recorded in two weeks also, remember? Oh, um, oh yeah, yeah, we have not. Um yeah. we did
0: we did the this the blackout Tuesday. Mm-hmm. Um, but going back to our seg our segments, our next one is our bougie Booze. Uh do you want to explain that? Uh, Sure.
1: So our bougie boost is basically any tips, tricks, hacks that we have figured out on our own, either stuff that people have told us and has actually worked. Um, This could be anything from, you know, how to lighten your mood on a bad day to um, specific places around the city that we have discovered that were great and we want to recommend to other people. So it's anything within that realm? Even though, unfortunately, we haven't been outside. Can't go outside. So we don't have really much happening there. So a lot of our tips have been dealing with quarantine and just being indoors for the most part. So, um, yeah, take it away, Rosie, because she has this one this week.
0: (laughs) And this is, um, my camera's frozen for a second because I left the- the, They don't see us, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'm letting you know that my camera's frozen, but I'm aware. Um, but just, so bougie booze. Mm -hmm. Very simple bougie booze. Something that we probably have mentioned many times but didn't say. Keep a fucking checklist. Honestly, not, if whether it's, it's a doing, checklist. <laughs> any kind of checklist, if it's like, okay, I have to do laundry today. Let me put it here. It doesn't have to be in systematic order. It's just write down the shit you have to do. Because if you're like me and you forget even what you ate for breakfast, it helps to write down all the tasks you need to get done that day. Helps for work, helps just to kind of keep you sane. Um, Even if it's like kind of, it's kind of like scheduling in a way, but where you schedule time for yourself, like... I tell myself, okay, I need to do this, and I need to do this. Priority, put them on a checklist. I even make an Excel sheet of a checklist because you could do that through Google Docs, like the right. Google Sheets. Make a mm-hmm. inter- just. There's even apps that rem- set reminders for you to do what's on your checklist. Checklists make everything easy, and sure. it, d- it doesn't have to be work related.
1: I think, I think you know what I've noticed doing these boozy boozes um, recently is that we forget the most simplest things. Like we forget that sometimes the most simplest things helps us the most. Like even just when we spoke about, you know, lighting a candle during a bad moment, sometimes smelling something that's familiar that makes you happy tends to shift your mood, right? So it's like, we tend to forget, we always try. And I think this is a big thing about when it comes to self-love and all that journey and, you know, having good mental health we tend to forget that less is more and like that simplicity and going back to the simple things in life. Like when you were a child makes everything better. Like if you're having a bad day, wouldn't you want comfort food? So like for me, I'll grab a pizza if I'm having a bad day cause I just really want it. Or, you know, maybe eating an icy, like an Italian ice, maybe that brings you back to better times. And I feel like we forget the little things and the simpler moments so the fact that Rosalie St. Um, do a checklist, now that she said it out loud, I mean, she told me earlier what it was because we do these discuss these things. Um, now that she told me, I'm sitting here thinking like, maybe I should do a checklist my damn self <laughs> and get everything going, whether it's work related it So she says, I'm home. Um, maybe that way I could keep myself kind of more organized because I've noticed like I'll start something and then stop it to start something else. And they said that was like a sign of ADHD. I don't think I have it. I just think I don't fucking focus hard enough. So like I'll start one thing and be I could be washing dishes and stop in the middle of washing dishes because I remember that I have to take the sheets off my bed because I'm doing laundry later. And in the moment of taking up the sheets off my bed, I'm like, oh, shit, I have to finish laundry. So then I stop and then go back, I mean, laundry, dishes, so that I stop and go back and do dishes. And once I'm done with dishes, then I'm like, oh, shit, the fucking bed. And I got to go back to the bed and say, oh, shit, I haven't taken my vitamins. So I'll stop the bed and go take my vitamins. And I think that if I have a checklist, it will remind me, hey, finish this first. Before you could check off the next thing. So I'm gonna take heed to that and I'm gonna try it this week. So let's see what happens.
0: All right. Yeah, the checklist checklists really help. <laughs> um I feel like that was such an obvious one. Yeah, but that's what I'm just saying. Like sometimes we forget the obvious ones. We overlook them too much because we're so I think we've we've become so skilled that the obvious ones are kind of like it's kind of like oh
1: well everyone knows this like should we even give this as a tip and it's like yeah maybe we should because maybe it will remind someone to do it you know true okay so this is going to be kind of like an interesting episode this week um as i mentioned early in the episode well in the beginning of this episode um and i think we're we're at 45 right now so we're five episodes away from closing off season one and i'm so fucking excited because then we could go back and revamp and talk about topics and see what else we could do but um yeah I don't know if everyone remembers before we did the revamp with our new name when we were were still a left to the wine me and Rosie did like a questionnaire episode where we asked each other questions to get each to know each other more because as I just mentioned you know those simple things we forget right all
0: the time
1: right so me and Rosie though we've known each other for I want to say six years
0: now um uh, almost going on six at the end of the year
1: Yeah, right so almost going on six at the end of the year um we knew each other and we knew things like what ticks us off and what gets us going and stuff like that what makes us happy but we didn't know like the simple things like what's your favorite color or what's your favorite movie or what do you do for fun like as funny as that is um sometimes people forget those little simple questions because people are always wanting to dig deep
0: and if you're like me and you forget that shit a lot it really helps to start keeping a list
1: What is on your list so far? You, you, y'all you have to see hear this because I mentioned this to Rosie so many times and every time it comes up that she decides to write it down. <laughs> I just forget Be, what it was.
0: Uh, let me get to my list. I started keeping a, tr- a, a list of things that Abby um, has says sometimes because I repeatedly ask the same questions or give the same suggestions over and over, forgetting she doesn't like certain shit. So <laughs> I have Abby. Likes tea only when cold or with lemonade. Does not care for chocolate except on period. Sleeping helps period. Yep. Needs hyper, hypoallergenic pets but can't because yep. of housing policy. Yep. Is baby group. Is
1: baby group because it's my favorite character from the Marvel um, series. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, so Rosie has kept those notes because she'll ask me, like, oh, Abby, you want this? And I'm like, Rosie, remember, I don't like this. Like, she suggested tea to me the other day. And I'm like, but you know, I don't drink tea unless it's with lemonade or it's cold with like some lemon in it, like, you know, or so like some fruity, fruity element in it. And she goes, let me write this down because I'm going to forget again and I'm going to ask you. So because of this and because of the certain um, things that have happened between us, we decided to kind of like put ourselves in each other's shoes. <laughs> yep. So we did a kind of like a small challenge um, and we decided to exchange 10 songs that are favorites or songs that we listen to on a regular and one movie because we wanted to do more, but we figured it's going to be too much with time constraint. And the whole point was that we weren't going to tell each other how it went. We we're going to tell each other too much about what we liked or disliked, and we we're going to actually talk about it right on the episode. So it's kind of been going to be not only brand new for us, but for everyone listening as well. And as much as you're like, how does it have to do with anything with wine a little? It's kind of an experiment to see like your closest friends, like how see how they live, see how they view the world, and how they feel about stuff in general and it tells a lot about your we feel like it tells a lot about your personality when you listen to the music that other people listen to Mm
0: -hmm.
1: and we did have a difficulty because rosie knows that the majority of music that she listens to i already listen to and then
0: um i I really had to think outside the box for for abby let me get my list
1: right right for music but then for movies I had to really think about it because Rosie likes a specific type and like most of those mainstream movies, she's already seen. So if she's already seen those that, and then I've seen those, then it wasn't going to make sense. So the point was that for us to exchange 10 songs that we know we've never listened to before and a movie that we never listened to before. So today I finally watched the movie and I'll give my thoughts later. But Rosie, this was all Rosie's idea and I just thought it was fun. So take it away, get started.
0: <laughs> okay, well first we, uh, what I want to do is discuss my choices with you on why i picked certain things that i did mm-hmm. um let's see i'm gonna start with the songs in spotify okay so if you've got if no one's ever heard of these songs there's i don't i'm not surprised uh i really just i i go all over the place with music but I, a lot of my music abby listens to like she said before Um, so let's see what I gave you. I gave you In the Corner Dunce by Alka's Attic. I chose this one because Alka's Attic is a band that my favorite actor, River Phoenix, had. But their album was actually never released because he died before the release of the album. So most of his songs you can find on YouTube and only recently it came out on Spotify. So of course I had to add that. Um, I had the song 13 by Big Star. Uh, anyone who watches That 70s Show, will and they'll know that song once they listen to it. Social Cues by Cage the Elephant, because Cage the Elephant is one of in my top three favorite bands. Uh, Social Cues is a great song. Nobody's Daughter by Hole. Love that song. Um, and I think I actually did some switching up, and I got to find the updated list. Oh, I have it.
1: Um, then you have Boy Division by My Chemical Romance. Ah, yes. War Pigs Black Sabbath.
0: War Pigs, just because political, it's great. Black Sabbath is awesome. I went to Black Sabbath's The End Tour. It was phenomenal. That was actually my first exposure with Black Sabbath. It was great. Um, the Letter by Joe uh, Cocker. Mm-hmm. Love that song. Moving Out by um, Anthony Song by Billy Joel. Billy Joel. I have I recently... <laughs> but I have only recently started to really, really get into him. I mean, I've liked this song here and there in the past. So, like, he's iconic, because Piano Man, you can't get more iconic. That's like a go-to karaoke song for a lot of white people. So, right. like, you can't, you can't, that's really iconic. But I've been well, listening to more of his songs and moving out, moving out.
1: Well, called white people basic.
0: <laughs> well, we are, but... Um, it's just, it's, that song just really is great. Now, there were two, my last two songs were uh, to be found on YouTube, although one of them turns out it's no longer on YouTube. It's another alka Attic song called Alone We Elope.
1: It's on SoundCloud. I found it on SoundCloud. Though. It's
0: on SoundCloud. Love that. I think that's my favorite alka song.
1: I feel like you got you got lazy on the last um song choice because you know I, I love Panic at the Disco in general.
0: <laughs> I actually did not get lazy. The reason I put that there is because I have a feeling you did not ever hear that song, Mercenary. I have <laughs> that. I didn't. Hey, why didn't you tell me you didn't hear that? Because I had to make you swapped out a song when I told you I knew.
1: <laughs> because I figured I was like I'll give it another chance. I think I heard it so long ago I don't remember it, so I left I let it slide on that
0: one. That's I think. Fi- I figured you didn't hear that one because that one's part of not even a, it's a single that's part of a video game, not even like right. off any of their albums. I know
1: it wasn't from their album. That I've never heard, I've never seen it before, but I've heard it long ago. I just don't remember it. So when you put it there, I was like, all right, it's a chance for me to re-listen to it because I don't remember it. That's okay. why I didn't say
0: anything about it. Okay. So that's a little disappointing because I was really excited about that one. It's fine because I
1: will be honest with my choices. So I'm going to um, put down the choices that I gave Rosie. To be completely honest, there's no reason why I put these songs on here. The main reason why I put these songs on here is because they are my m- most repeated playlist on Spotify. And honestly, I just like feel good music. And um for the most part, Rosie knows I listen to so much music. Like, even on my Spotify alone, I have 5,000 songs. But so when I had an iPod a long time ago, I had over 10,000 songs. And they range from anywhere in the 1920s to recent day So it's very hard for me. It was very hard for me to pick 10 songs. So, what I did was based off the fact that I know Rosie doesn't listen to a lot of the music that I do. And I was like, this will be pretty easy to pick any 10 songs that I know she never listens to because she doesn't really do this d- genre. So, um, I have The Cry featuring Mario by Tori Lanez. I have Tadao, which is actually my favorite, favorite song right now by Masego. Um, do You Love Her by Jesse Reyes because me and Alisa have our thing with Jesse Reyes. She's an amazing fucking artist and I feel like she's underrated. Um, and she has played. We say that she has like savage girl, sad girl music, so you know, you get broken up with, and then now you want to threaten your husband type shit. That's the type of music she has, and I love it. I have Oh My Gosh, which is an African, um, Afrobeat song by Yamin Alade. Um, No Idea by Don Talliever? Whatever. This Way by um, Khalid, which I love him, love, love, love. I feel like his voice is just amazing. Soka Kingdom, because I am a huge Soka person, and I am from the Caribbean, and it's hard to get away from Caribbean music in general because it's just my thing. I grew up on it. So, um, yeah. Summer Rain by Carl Thomas because I am a nineties baby and that is nineties R and B through and through. Um, well nineties kid, eighties, eighties, technically baby, but whatever. Beteil, which is a Spanish song. I had to throw in my Spanish language in there. Hello for the culture. And then reel it in, reel it in by Amine because It's hip-hop, and I know Rosie's not keen on hip-hop and rap, and I just feel like that song just has a great beat to just kind of bop to, and I felt like she needed it. So I think with this experiment, I think it was more so for us to figure out what does it say about us (laughs) in
0: general? I can tell you right now that I have definitely not – because you know my music choices are all over the fucking place Mm -hmm. um, in terms of decades. Right but in terms of genre it's very like similar yeah very similar because yeah I can listen to something from the 20s and something from 2010s but the thing is is they all just sound really depressing and morose let's be real all my music sounds kind of depressing at some point or another
1: what I did notice is that unless you listen to the lyrics you won't understand um and that's a lot of stuff that comes with like pop rock and rock in general or just, I, I can't don't I can't really pinpoint all the um, genres I want to know, but low-key just emo shit, as they call it. Um, and I went through my own emo phase, so when Rosie gave me the songs, I was like, oh, alright, whatever, I'm gonna listen to it. And I'm gonna tell you right now, I actually added the majority of them, but two. I think the only two I didn't add was the one by My Chemical Romance for some reason, and I think War Pigs, out of all of them. And I don't know why it was, but um, it was just
0: the two that just didn't cool my fancy in general well those are actually i put those on because they're not easy songs to listen to okay. not even because of lyrically because they're so aggressive with the my chemical romance song uh you really that's like one of those songs where you have to kind of really be a fan of the band to to listen to more than just their biggest
1: bits. Which, which right because my favorite one from them is um helena and yeah. that was a big hit everyone loved helena like there's no way you could get away from that song because it was so good
0: and then war pigs was all just political,
1: right? And you know I'm not a political person. Yeah,
0: I actually was going to give you what I was going to give you was system of a down, byob. Now that is really political, and that is.
1: I think I've heard it.
0: I had a feeling you would have know you've definitely heard that song, especially because as of now everyone's been quoting it. Why do they always send? Why don't presidents go to war? Why do they always send the poor? Like everyone's been quoting it in the last right. couple of weeks. So I figured that's not a good one to to give you, even though. I really want to give you that. I also, there was, what other song did I want to give you? Oh, there's so many songs. See, this was my thing. I wanted to give you so many songs. I
1: Both wanted to. I, and I knew I couldn't give you so many songs because, and it, it didn't stop just there. I wanted to go beyond that. But then it was like, I can't give you any rock type of songs because you probably have heard it already. Because again, when it comes to that specific genre, me and Rosie kind of overlap we have the same things we think I grew up on that stuff because my brother would listen to it. Like I loved it all. So it's kind of like, I am a big music person and the way Rosie is a music, a movie fan and a movie buff. I am the music side of this. So it's kind it was kind of hard for us, but for the experiment, it was kind of like, we wanted to see how it it felt. These are songs that we probably either listen to all the time, whether we're in good moods or not. And I think just based on this, um, on Rosie's playlist and not to sound so mean and the other one to make it sound me it's like Rosie was an emo person growing up like this is her thing <laughs> oh
0: I'm not I, I'm not even denying it there was one song that I wasn't originally planning from the beginning to give you because it's not appropriate in the sense that like um the topic's kind of not great mm-hmm but the song, but the it goes to the this whole idea of making stories mm-hmm. within music, even if it's stories that we don't like to hear. Um, so the song is "The Night They Drove Old Dixie Down." Um,
1: That's familiar. I think you've told me to listen to this before.
0: Yeah, and it's about uh, the American Civil War and the um, just the South and Dixie kind of falling.
1: Something that they're still not over, but yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Something they're not over. And I just think, as a song, like, I personally will never agree with people who think, who, you know, I never agree with the South and the Civil War. But I thought it was very interesting to hear that point of view in a song. Because you don't really hear about that. Right. In music. In movies, all the time. Like, look at fucking Gone with the Wind. The iconic epic film that's been removed from HBO Max because it glorifies slavery. Um...
1: I've never seen that fucking movie.
0: Oh, it's phenomenal. It's a great film for movie buffs. Um, because it's long, it's really long. It's really eye-opening. But it really does kind of glorify... I see what, what they mean. It was very sympathetic to the South. That's all I'm going to really say on that. Mm-hmm. Um, very sympathetic to the South.
1: For no reason, but yeah. <laughs> um, so, all right. So, yeah, going back to the whole point of us doing this whole switcheroo kind of... Um. Me hearing the songs, it just made me realize like how, and I'm just probably reaching here a bit, but I'm assuming this is the type of music that Rosie could listen to growing up. So, even though I know Rosie's background, it kind of solidifies it with how like emotional all the songs were. Even though, like, Social Cues, which was actually my favorite one from the whole list, because um, I guess it was more upbeat for me, and I guess in that moment, I needed something upbeat, so I loved it even more. But um, just listening to it, you could just tell that Rosie was a person who was kind of... Since there was some sadness there she needed those uplifting moments and she used that music to kind of uplift and remind her yes I'm sad but I'm here you know I'm fine I'm feeling and it's okay and to sound it sounds crazy but Rosie was kind of those you know the typical emo high school kid it's okay
0: (laughs) I was definitely well actually I went through middle school I was the typical middle school emo kid you know panic at the disco my chemical romance right high school hit that's when I started going to like Led Zeppelin, ACDC. Like that's when my rocker shit came in. And now I'm a mix of both. Right. And social cues, it's funny you bring that one up because that was one that I actually discovered a few months ago. So that's as recent as this year. But, it, but you could see how, lyrically.
1: Actually, right. It's but you could see how your taste has changed. Like you gave me some very like hardcore very kind of like emotional music but then there were social cues where it kind of felt like it kind of honed in on the fact that you have been doing better because the beat went up like it went from being so sad and everything to something so happy and it's like well i've changed and i'm open to more possibilities and that's what i got from listening to the songs like again even though i enjoyed the songs myself and i added them to my own playlist except for two because it's the truth but um it gave me a feel for like that deepness and that heaviness that you felt growing up and that deepness and heaviness that you do feel from time to time. And it does exemplify and it does come out in your music choices. Because even though, again, your music choices are a little, I would say slimmer than mine's are. Cause again, I listen to almost everything except for heavy, heavy metal rock and gospel music. Cause it's just not my thing. Oh
0: Well, gospel, I don't think.
1: Right. It's just not my thing. But when it comes to every other genre, you know, I've been there pop rock, pop, regular pop, you know, um, techno, house music, Like I've done it all, so it was kind of harder for us to kind of switch on the music, so as I said my piece, I'm gonna put my charger in while you say yours about my music before we move on to the movies.
0: Of Abby's songs, I have to say this, because I am not as accustomed to, like as broad on my music knowledge as she is, like music history, yeah, I, I have weird facts about that, but um, You're the fun factor. <laughs> I am the fun factor. I actually, because of my, my having to take music history quite a number of times in my life, I have this saying to remember some Baroque period composers, but again, not the point. Um, there were, I, three songs that really I added to my playlist. Really? So, no, Which ones? Four, four songs, actually. to Dow.
1: I love Tadd. It reminds you, me of New Orleans.
0: Do you love her? Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. And of course I could not I could not not add Summer Rain. Really? Summer Rain. Like I don't know what it was about it as <laughs> that actually probably is my favorite. I think it's because it's like I just feel so comforted by 90s. Okay. I maybe it's maybe it's just a psychological I, I associate with the 90s and I feel comforted by the decade kind of thing but oh my god I had to I listened to your playlist three times and I'm actually going to keep listening to it because the oh. songs the songs grow on me it's not like an immediate love right um all even, I need
1: that I I'll hear something I'm like I immediately love love that, I need it. Yeah, for me, songs have to
0: grow on me. So the more I listen to it, I'll probably end up adding all of them on there. I would be lying if I said I didn't try and dance a little to Soka Kingdom. (laughs) I kind of did it on purpose too. (laughs) I love that song. (laughs) But... I think Summer Rain and Oh My Gosh were the two that stood out the most to me. And I think I was telling you about Oh My Gosh when I on my first round of listening. Mm-hmm. just There's just like this undertone of like calm. Like it's not outright calm, but just like it's the undertone of it. And that kind of reminds me of you because like somehow, even with all the like the chaos in your life, all the shit you deal with and things, you always have this like calm demeanor underneath. Mm-hmm. Like just like, like right underneath like all the the emotions and stuff so i actually, I guess that's why it really stood out for me
1: i think a lot of people say it's scary. It's kind of scary because i'm calm as fuck when i'm really angry
0: <laughs> oh my god when you get when you don't when you don't yell that's like a that's <laughs> it that's the level of anger you never want to get to with anyone
1: yeah. <laughs> i don't yell, but um for the most part you are right though i like music that just makes me feel good in general like As much as I like the sad songs and, like, Adele and stuff, like, which is obvious, but who doesn't listen to Adele? But as much as I like that stuff, too, um, for the most part, especially not lately, I like to listen to more upbeat songs. I love love music in general, because who doesn't love love? Unless you really do not love love, but whatever.
0: (laughs) You know, um... It's a social construct. Right.
1: (laughs) Right. um, So... For the most part, yeah. Like, I just like songs that make me feel good or make me want to dance like Soka Kingdom does. And I just love that. So imagine that song all the time. Except not that song, just a bunch of different songs that sounds just like that song. All the time, in my head, when I'm at parties and stuff. You hear me quoting. I was going to give you Cardi B, but you're too familiar with her for me to give it to, um, to give you her. So I was like, forget that.
0: I was going to say, I saw, this was probably the worst choice of a movie to watch with my parents. But I saw Hustlers with my parents, both of them. Fucking love Cardi B. As soon as she came on that screen, I was like, I'm here for this. I'm here for this. I just, like, so I was like, no, I, nothing but good is gonna come out of this, because I, I just love gr- Cardi B. I don't know what, because, like, I don't listen to her music religiously. Mm-hmm. Actually, I don't think I've listened to her album in its entirety. Probably just a couple songs here and there. But I love her personality. I just, something about her just draws me in, and I, I mean, I'm here for it. I am so here for I'm here for it. I love her.
1: That's why I didn't give you none of her music because I know how you felt about her. I was like, nah, she's going to know this. I wanted you to step out the box. And I think that was the whole point of my um, playlist for you was I wanted you to step out the box because I know that's not the type of music you listen to. And when I, I was like, Summer Rain has got to be the number 190 song because of the beat behind it and how calm it is, like the calm before the storm. It or was so that. Yes. I was like, she's going to love Summer Rain. I was like, Even if she, does, she hates the rest of this playlist, Summer Rain and Taddao has to be the two that she has to love, 100%. I don't care
0: <laughs> oh my god no for me it was a, obviously a much more difficult challenge because it's like what the fuck did abby not listen to and I, I was this is why i was really gonna going headstrong on the night they drove old dixie down because i really doubt abby listened to a song about the south getting torn down in the civil after the civil war but yeah,
1: it sounds familiar but i don't think i'm like familiar with the song itself you know what i mean like the name sounds familiar but i don't remember the and probably did it, it, you'll be surprised because sometimes rosie brings up things and i'm like oh, i heard that she goes you did i'm like yeah
0: <laughs> i'm always surprised uh i was gonna i was gonna show her like instrumental music but i didn't want to bore her no not all her.
1: of them bored me i like the 1920 stuff sometimes
0: well not, not well when i say instrumental i'm talking like jazz suite like 1800s like uh shostakovich and i would still be um open to it you know mm-hmm. how i am my well no i actually sent you the link so i i oh yeah and i told
1: you i liked it yeah, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. but i mean like it's
1: a risk instrumental music is always a risk it's always gonna be a risk yeah because you don't never know the person's like feel because this is a, the funny thing about music like music just touches people on a whole different level and you know sometimes like the, i was not scared to give rosie the play this but it was more so like i know how she is i know how her, her tastes are so it's kind of be like it's weird to give her some i really wanted her to step out the box this time because i know she doesn't listen to a lot of the genres i listen to so i'll I need to give her stuff that I knew that she was she would never really listen to and stuff like that. And I I succeed, I'm pretty sure I succeeded.
0: <laughs> no, you did. I I, I, I needed did. to open your mind a bit. There's so yeah. much music out there, you know. Uh, again, it's going to be one of those things where I'm probably going to also like a lot more of these things cuz music is once the more I listen to it the more I like it cuz I always appreciate something else. It's like how I rewatch movies. Right. Speaking of, so movies. speaking of movies what was my choice I gave Rosie <laughs> I'm gonna be perfectly honest I have watched this movie and I was not interested
1: Jeez.
0: <laughs> so Abby gave me Guardians of the Galaxy would you like to explain why
1: it's one of my favorite movies Groot obviously who's my favorite Marvel character so far it's she is the- baby Groot yes um this, I gave her the first part, though, because there was no point in giving her the second without the first, because the first it's not going to make sense. The second is not going to make sense without the first, unfortunately. It's just one of those movies. I really love Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I was a big Marvel person. like I love all the X-Men movies and stuff like that. The Avengers movies were great, but like when it came to Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess it was the kind of the comedic side of it. And of course, I love Black Panther, but you saw it, so I was like, there's no point in me giving it to her. Um, I, could Black Panther, Black Panther.
0: I could not see like, right. I don't watch the Marvel films. I don't like superhero films. It's just right. like, Sorry, continue.
1: I'll, I'll talk after. That's fine. So, so a lot of people who are, who are listening probably already seen Guardians of the Galaxy and stuff, so I'm not going to go too much into the plot or anything, but um, I love the superhero movies. I love all that fantasy stuff, so um, it was kind of like just my top pick. I also don't really have a favorite movie, so it was kind of really difficult to even find one for her to watch. So I just picked Guardians of the Galaxy because it's one of my favorite Marvel movies as well and well yeah and titanic who didn't see titanic but titanic was my favorite movie growing up i don't no longer like it that much
0: oh (laughs) now now looking back on it it's like good this is actually not that amazing of a film back then yes right right
1: so i gave her guardians of the galaxy because i love it it has a comedic approach just like deadpool but of course she's seen deadpool so i couldn't really give her deadpool
0: give me the r-rated stuff and i'm more inclined to see superhero films like yeah
1: but You've seen it. So I was like, Deadpool, it's like, in really in order. It's like Black Panther, the Deadpool movies, and then Guardians of the Galaxy. But again, you saw the first two. So I was like, forget it. I'm going to have to just give it the third.
0: But yeah. So my thing about superhero films, not that I don't dislike them. It's just I'm very big on movie, old movies, movie history. What I was going to suggest to Abby was going to be a black and white film that was like a social commentary on the transition from silent films to talkies. And I was gonna tell her no. There was no way in hell I was gonna that. I ch- I changed it because I knew she was gonna really hate it, and I'm trying to I'm trying to open up her mind too. And I can't do that if I immediately give her something I know for a fact she's gonna dislike. Right, you have this. You have to kind of oh, in the, put the toe in the in there. yeah, so, dip the toe in the water. That's it. Yeah. Um, but I'm never really big on the big cinematic universes. Not even DC. And DC is notoriously bad with their movies, except for Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman I had to see. Birds really of actors of good though. What? Birth of Prey was amazing. I didn't see that yet. <sighs> and that's also not technically a superhero film. That's more of a villain. I saw Su- Suicide I know,
1: one. but DC does their villain movies really great. That's- Oh true. no, yeah.
0: their villains are f- fantastic. Right. I've always said this. I love DC more for their villains than I do their heroes, and I love Marvel more, more for, for their for the heroes,
1: heroes more than their the villains. villains.
0: Yeah, it's true. We've had this conversation. Thanos, Thanos could like go suck a dick. I, don't, I don't, he bored me during this movie. Okay, he's pretty bad. <laughs> he was pretty
1: bad. But then also, he, he's not anything. entirely wrong.
0: We're overpopulated. What the f- Clearly, if you look outside, we need half this population to be gone.
1: Thanos messed up.
0: And that's, well, I'm not, I'm, I have no shame. I'm. I know, but how do you decide who leaves? That's the problem. The people who can't respect black lives should be the ones who go. Well, this took a fucking turn to the
1: left. (laughs) Um, no pun intended, I guess. Um. But yeah, so I gave her Guardians of the Galaxy because I like the comedic approach to it. And I don't know, what was your honest thoughts about it?
0: (laughs) I didn't care for it. Honestly, I found it boring because it just felt like every other modern film now, you know? It felt like it was more... I like movies where you can just look at the characters, see their body language, and they're kind of showing you what's going on Mm -hmm. rather than explicitly say what's going on and explaining it to me like I'm stupid through dialogue. Right. Like I just I don't like that. Um I mean sometimes it's still fine in context, but I feel like in this way it was really unnecessary. I didn't care for it.
1: I mean I liked Rocket. I think you know it is I love Rocket and Group. Like they have that like, the more comedic approach in the um
0: No, those that those two were Definitely the best parts of the film. Yeah,
1: I don't care much about Star-Lord. Like, Star-Lord is Star-Lord. But I'm talking about, like, they, like Groot and Rocket, they, they bring the movie up and about. That's why I like the second part a lot better. But again, couldn't give you the second one off the first. It wouldn't make yeah. sense. Um, I've seen... That's Black- unfortunate. I love it.
0: <laughs> of the Marvel films, I've seen the first Avengers back when it first came out. And I had no, con- no context of anything. And I thought it was good. Never then seen- I saw Infinity War. Without seeing anything in between. I was like, oh, this is actually pretty okay. Saw Black Panther. Of course I'm going to say Black Panther is amazing. Like, that one was was. actually, because it was. was. (laughs) That was the first Marvel film that made me really just, like, sit there like, excuse me? And when I talk Marvel films, I'm talking about all the newer ones. I'm not talking about the old Tobey Maguire Spider-Man because he is still my Spider-Man, as far as I'm concerned, because that was my childhood, right there.
1: Apparently, um, the newest Spider-Man has been better than the old ones. Um, Again, I don't know. Tom Holland, yeah,
0: that's why I keep hearing,
1: but I haven't seen it yet. I've never seen. I don't like Spider-Man of all the um, Marvel characters. I'm not a fan, so that's another thing. But let's get into like the nitty gritty of the actual like um, reason for this. So she didn't like it, so there's not much that she could say. But as Rosie knows, I can just go
0: on about why I didn't like it, but that's uh <laughs> that goes into me being a little bit of a an elitist with my movie watching.
1: But that's the thing, you can't really be an elitist if you, you're gonna like kind of separate everything else if you're just gonna keep only to the old school Hollywood movies too, because they're not all that great to me either.
0: <laughs> no, I'm the by elitist I mean like there are certain things I look for in a film. And I feel like I get, I, I get nothing other than a distraction with, like, the biggest mainstream blockbusters. Okay, I see. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I feel like it's more of a distraction and less so of a platform. A, you,
1: you prefer indie films.
0: Oh, yeah, totally. Like, Ladybird, Phenomenal. Never seen it. It was great. It's on Netflix now. I know,
1: but um, I haven't seen it.
0: You know I still it want to see Queen and Slim. I heard that was fucking amazing. Black Klansmen. I actually like Black Klansmen way more than I liked Gar- Guardians of the Galaxy. Like, I love these indie films. I love these Had small I known
1: films. you didn't see Queen and Slim, I would have made you watch it because Queen and Slim is phenomenal, 100%. Because and you and I, I were supposed to go too. together
0: and we never did.
1: <laughs> yeah, and then I ended up seeing it with um, Jeanette because um, I think you were busy that day or whatever, but we really wanted to just watch We need to get out, so we went to watch it. When you get a chance, get tissues ready, first of all. And second of all, please watch it. The cinema of it, the body language that you're looking for is in there. Um, the visuals, like how they filmed the vi- uh, the movie, A1. Like, that fucking movie is top tier. And maybe, I don't know much, like I said, I don't know much, much about movies. Like, Rosie could break all that down. But please watch it when you can, because that film is fucking phenomenal. Like, 100%. And I like watching movies, don't get me wrong. Like, I like watching the more modern stuff, so Rosie's like the old school stuff. So let's go into what Rosie gave me.
0: <laughs> oh Wait, before we go that, I gotta say, and even modern stuff I do like if it's done well. I loved Parasite when
1: there's- that came out.
0: Bro, there's a reason that this is made history as the first foreign film to win Best Picture. It is fucking amazing. <laughs> and of course Americans want to ruin it by making an American version of it. You can't do that. (laughs) But just, I say, watch Parasite. I want to give you Parasite. But anyway, the film that I gave Abby, it's called Dogfight. I chose this one because it's not too old that she'd get bored, but it's not too new that she might have heard of it. Right. And it has my favorite actor. My favorite actor is River Phoenix, Mm -hmm. um, as I think I've mentioned before. love him he is a phenomenal actor rest in peace he died when he was 23 Ooh. yeah drug overdose of course it's it's the hollywood story that's what i'm saying you know it's joaquin phoenix's brother right no i did not know that yes joaquin phoenix's brother who joaquin that family so fucking talented the phoenix family unbelievable joaquin as the joker oh my god him and her him in the movie her like just now, he,
1: I, that Joker movie was fucking phenomenal, too. I can't even lie. Like, I love that fucking movie. I'm I telling would, you, it's
0: not the main... The main blockbusters never get my interest anymore. Especially because I think the CGI is the most tackiest looking thing. Whatever right. happened to, like, decent make doing decent makeup artists' jobs, you know?
1: Well, CGI does replace a, a certain things, but if it's done well, it's great. If it's not done well, it can break the movie and it makes it stupid. I
0: feel like over the years, it's actually getting lazier somehow. But that's mm-hmm. just me. All right, but, so... Dog, dog fight <laughs> it is about this um marine he's stopping in San Francisco for an evening and he and his buddies host a dog fight which is basically they have to who they put put their money together and whoever brings the ugliest looking girl wins um it sounds awful because that is awful and if anyone ever decides to do that i will fucking punch you in your fucking teeth and make you swallow them but if anyone hasn't noticed rosie can be very aggressive so please don't get on her um i also ended up finishing the bottle unintentionally so i
1: didn't drink today that much i only had one cup
0: (laughs) so the thing is is it's a little it's actually a love story in a weird way because it starts off really negative but it gets really cute and romantic, and it's actually awkward, so it's not like one of those romances where you're like, ha, ha, you see the awkwardness of it, and I really appreciate that. (laughs) Because there are times where I'm like, I can't watch, this is the most awkward bullshit I've looked at, especially a kissing scene, I'm like, oh, this is awkward, but it felt so real and so personal. And Joan Baez's song Silver Dagger was featured in it, so I'm, I'm, double win for me. <laughs> so i chose that because she would not have li- abby would not like sunset boulevard and Lady Bird. i think you would like but you
1: wouldn't love i probably have to watch it and when i really can't pay attention see so what, once upon a time in hollywood i have a whole thing about that so i haven't watched it yet either remember i wanted to watch it i just have it um all right so Dogfight. So first things first, I turned it on. Um, I actually rented it for like two bucks on Amazon. Not that big of a deal. Rosie's like, you could have just told me it It was all right. I needed it right away and stuff. And you had answered after I bought it. So um, whatever. So I rented it at first. I read the synopsis and stuff like that. And I started watching and I was like, I was doing homework at the same time. So truthfully, I was half watching, but I understood everything that was going on Mm because I would peek through over my glasses when I was doing homework. Um, and I can't say I hated it. I actually pretty liked it. It reminded me like of a old school notebook in a way. Like it gave me that same feeling of the notebook. Um, I gotta admit that I didn't realize that the dogfight part was that they were trying to bring the ugly girl. It kind of came together when you mentioned that part, and I was like, "Oh shit, that part kind of makes sense now." Um, but it was interesting to see the character development like throughout the the whole thing because she you know, he. they did all this, they're at the bar and whatever, and then the girls in the bathroom upset and that's when I started really paying attention and things like that, and then she told the girl, the main woman, or her name, Rose, the main woman, Rose, he told her, she told her what was going on, and then she basically tells him off and leaves, and I guess at that Not point, without throwing a punch, though. Right, she slapped the shit out of him. And then she leaves and he goes and chases after her and whatever the case may be. So I guess he realized how fucked up it was and, and that he liked her fire, that fire for her, her to tell him off. And a lot of men love that shit too. So she, that fire that she gave to him at that moment, I guess it really woke him up to like how fucked up the situation was. Cause again, he's a Marine. He's there for one night. He didn't care about hurting anybody's feelings, but in the process he did catch feelings and you saw how it progressively got better like he started getting to know her they spent all night together they she he slept over her place and at the end he of course he had to go back and he stood thinking about her and what's fucked up about the it is that his friends kind of died towards the end i think they got blown up in the vietnam war
0: oh yeah for for, for context they yeah. got that they were marines for the evening and then the next day they actually got shipped out to vietnam right so um Yeah, so then it was like Vietnam War. Right. And then, you know,
1: then he came back and he came back to look for her and she was so happy to see him. And I was like, you wouldn't have thought that. But again, it gave me the feeling of the notebook and I do enjoy the notebook as long as it is and how fucked up as it is at the end. It still gave me that same feeling. So I would definitely, I think I'm going to watch it again just to kind of like actually pay attention. You not understand the whole movie I understood what went on and what happened and how it ended. It ended fine, but it reminded me I miss that element of movies nowadays, I guess you could say. Like, some movies seem so rushed, like, you just get into the plot and whatever. This one kind of, like, progressed. It wasn't, like, over the years or something like that. It was, like, just a one-night thing, and it kind of just showed that progression of that one night and how it developed and how he came back for her at the end. Um, still fucked up that they were, you know, looking for the ugliest girl to bring to the bar, but at the end, it did kind of have, like, a happy ending. So, it wasn't so bad. Like, I enjoyed it. I am not lie. I did yeah no it's uh your like feel for those types of movies still not my thing 100% you know how I am I'm pretty picky but
0: no I totally get that the way I am with music you kind of you are with movies Mm -hmm. so it's a really great trade-off and I'm glad we did this because there's so much more I want to expose you movie wise and there's so much more that I want you to expose me to music wise
1: so I think the whole point of this episode, if, has, if anybody has not like kind of figured it out no more, is that sometimes, you know, we have to step out the box. Like we have to step up the box and get to know the people around us. Like we're not the same people. Um, we are very different from one another in many ways, even though we're the same as well, but we're different in many ways. And even starting off something as simple as, you know, trading music tastes off or like even cooking or um, movies or video games even, because Rosie has introduced me to some video games because I'm not a gamer like that. Um, except for like the na- the regular like Mario and like, you know, Mortal Kombat and stuff like that. Um, it was good to kind of like put my feet in her shoes basically for a day. And it's just like, oh shit, you know. There's like, basically by just sticking to your own taste and stuff like that, you don't see that there's a bigger world around you that get exposed you to better stuff. So like those types of movies, if you gave me more movies like that, I would probably sit and watch it as opposed to, you know, the black and white films. because I just can't get oh.
0: it. Don't even test me. I have a whole, I have a list of 100 essential films to watch for right here. I was going to, you know what? I was actually going to give you Star Wars originally. You know I was get through it. <laughs> but then I said, that is not a movie I'm going to let you watch without me. Right, that too. Especially without edibles. So.
1: <laughs> I have so many.
0: <laughs> I rationed out. <laughs> I rationed.
1: All right. So that concludes this episode. So any wine drunks?
0: Um, I went back to work. That's pretty much it for me. Oh, and I've been drinking a (gasps) lot. Okay, I know that everyone wants to hate on Mike's Hard as being the, um, the douchebag drink. Mike's Hard Lemonade. uh,
1: Kind of, but I would drink it.
0: (laughs) But you know what? I've been introduced to it this week, and it is the, it is a refreshing-ass drink for, like, this, I'm sweating right now, and all I can think is, like, especially, like, the, the undersweat. You got so much boob right now. I don't even know what's going on over there. My bra, because I'm not wearing a bra. It's quarantine. Oh, that's why. That's right. But, <laughs> but uh, it's like... Um, <laughs> all I can think about is how refreshing that is. My friend does
1: out- make it be good when you want something quickly. It's like a barbecue drink. Like, you bring it to a barbecue.
0: People hate on it, and then go... The same I'm people wrong. who hate on it are the ones who are chugging really? white claws. Uh, I felt... I'm sorry,
1: and... I love my white friends who are allies and stuff like that, but that is such a basic white girl drink. White Claw? Yeah, she's nasty. I don't even
0: think that's a basic white girl drink anymore. I think literally everyone drinks it. It's a basic bitch
1: drink, honestly. It's
0: Basic bitch, I'd say that. Basic bitch drink. It's a basic bitch drink. I, I don't know what it is. I just I tried I it,
1: know. and I'm just like, it's, and it's not because it's seltzer, because I fucking love seltzer. It's just, in general, it's just kind of gross.
0: Uh, Yeah, I, kinda, I don't care for White Claw, but Mike's Hard Lemonade, I'm really growing to to like a lot and
1: my, for me i hear Mike's Car lemonade i think like you know we're at the beach or a pool party or like at a barbecue that's what i think when i hear um my car or like even a picnic like when you're just hanging out that's what i hear um yeah, when i think of that because so it reminds top. me of those smirnoff ice drinks too it's the same thing
0: never had those
1: those are good you should try the green apple and the pineapple both amazing tastes amazing
0: can't believe i finished the bottle
1: you must have read really
0: the rosé it was up to here Jesus,
1: you gonna sleep really well, really well tomorrow. Well, my boss
0: didn't text me about coming in, so I guess I'm working from home. <laughs> All right, um, my wine drunk. Do I even have a wine drunk?
1: Honestly, no. But I do have an exciting weekend coming up, so I'm excited for that. Um, you know what it is. I've, I've people close to me know what it is, and yeah, what well, I'm excited. Even though we have bumped heads today and stuff, so it's been awkward, but um. And yes, I know you're going to hear this. You're going to talk shit. I really don't give a fuck. You know how I am. Um, yeah. So I'm excited for this weekend. So we're going to have to record next week's episode before Saturday. I mean, before Friday. So sometime Thursday, if you have a chance.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, I, I love that we're planning this while still recording. But yeah.
1: <laughs> They'll live. <laughs> they live. Um, but yeah, that's. I don't have a wine drink. I went out to my cousins yesterday. We all got pretty drunk and started choking around and stuff like that. It was a good time. That's about it. I don't have really nothing much from that day. Except for um, a family member of hers. Um, well, from her husband's side. He's Dominican. And I call him a fake Dominican because he's vegan. And I've never seen like a vegan Dominican. It's weird. But it was just a joke. Other than that, there hasn't been nothing happening right now because, of course, quarantine. So yeah, I guess we'll conclude the episode so this concludes another episode of wine a little if you want to reach us um and talk to us about any of our music choices and even suggest to us things that we may have not mentioned um you could dm us at on, at, on instagram at wine a little pod
0: or if you want to scold me for saying half the population can disappear uh you can email us at wine a little pod at gmail.com and direct it to Thanos Rosie because obviously she wants to be Thanos all of a sudden Well, let's be real. People are saying other lives are not worthy enough. Those people are the ones that can disappear. You're right. She has a point.
1: She's very not all lives matter. She's not that. (laughs) Enjoy your week, everyone. Um, Of course, we will be posting on Instagram. We are trying here,
0: getting better as we go along. I'm actually Um, learning how to use it. Right. (laughs) And thank Um, you for everyone who responded about the turnip prices, which was no one. (laughs) (laughs) Bye.